0: Go little life out here. What the hell's going on out here? It's a lot of fun. Keep it fun. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the UK Packers podcast. As usual, I'm your host at DDDNFL on Twitter, and of course, follow the group at UK Packers. And I took another hiatus. I'm becoming a lady of leisure. Um, so. Do you know what? This was going to be a tough podcast. I sat down last week and I was like, right, what am I going to do? And just nothing was doing in um, Pac Central. So I was kind of thinking, do you know what, Steve? You deserve a buddy. Take, take another week off, pal. Have your off season. But oh, dear, holy Lord Lamb of Jesus, uh, did the did the Winston Moss interview thing come down like a, like a dove from above came down. And I just had to talk about it for a number of reasons. Now i will say off the bat um i was going to run through some other news and then hit the winston moss thing um at the end but we actually have some breaking news some world exclusive so do check in uh, and stay listening for that it's coming up very soon it's only here at uk Packers. you're not going to hear it anywhere else everyone else is going to have the same take about this but we have something uh very very different uh, for a very uh, very obviously very serious reason none of this is actually going to be a gag so that's the story of the week um i will say to you because uh, i'm going to get some really brief housekeeping out the way uh, but before i do that pause the podcast if you haven't listened to the winston moss car crash interview i'll sort of briefly explain it i guess um but it's it, it's only like a minute or two long which is part of the problem with it too go and listen to that don't listen to this um if you haven't listened to that go listen to that because otherwise everything you're going to say is just going to make no sense whatsoever um so pause go to the winston moss interview even if you've if you've heard it, go listen to it again. and um, because there's some details in this podcast, some breaking news details um that are important for you to know. But anyway, uh quick housekeeping. People have been asking. There is still time to book the trip, uh, which touchdown trips and errors. Now a distinction that we have to make and something that touchdown trips sort of reiterated us to make because they've been getting a lot of queries is that there's three offers one is a group trip and the other two are offers so the trip to miami is a group trip i'm going to be on that one Um, ryan's going to try to be on it if he can get it off work Um, because he's a very busy busy businessman right as you can tell because he's not in the podcast and and the other ones are kind of offers that you get just by being part of uk packers i guess so if you go to touchdown trips uh the other game is the pats packers game which has been super popular uh both 12s going at it for the last time more news um, about Tom Brady, and again, it's the off season. So, and again, I'm gonna true. I'm gonna go through just the just the BS jargon at the end of the podcast that you're gonna face to prepare you for what you're gonna face till uh, the end of July when um, you know Packers start firing up again um, to look out for. But you know, the off season has been that Brady's gonna retire sooner rather than later. Uh, that's kind of obvious because he's an old man, and him and Rogers, it's the last time they're gonna go at it because they won't do it again for another four years, and it's not going to be a situation where Brady's still gonna be playing, not unless and um, they just replace them with a robot so which they might do um so there's that game and then it's the rams game which is their cheapest game it's 950 pounds now we say 950 pounds for two people sharing and people go oh cool so is that like 950 for two people so it's like 400 quid each it's like no because the flights are like four or five hundred quid minimum um and then the game tickets are around three four hundred quid so you're already up to nine um and then that's not taking the hotel into account and the transfer is not the rest so I mean, lads, keep your heads on will you, Jesus Christ. 9.50, you're getting some... That, that, but that's what's wrong, right? Because we release t-shirts the other time. I'm not going to get into it. But we release t-shirts sometime where we go, oh, I'm a fan, can I have one for free? No, because we pay for them and then we just pass them on to you. But anyway, listen, the story of the week, and I'm anxious to talk about it, is the Winston Moss debacle, right? Now, I'm not going to go too hard on the guy because um, I, I, I'm going to talk about it, I guess. Uh, but I kind of understand from both sides of, of kind of... Well, we don't really know what's going on. But basically, um, he came to the podium. And anyway, big, massive, giant balls to the Packers for putting it up unedited. They didn't try varnish over it um, to try pull out the bad bits, which is basically... I guess they probably thought, if we do that, well, then we just won't have to upload it at all. Which maybe was an option. Maybe there's rules against that. Um, I don't know. But they uploaded the whole interview, which was just painful viewing. Dear Jesus um they uploaded it all um from start to finish he's hostile like come on let's go and then to like his, him just exhaling and looking angry people and mean mugging them from the podium so he gets up onto the podium and they ask him about Donerson, and he sort of says you know he's running around okay um and then they ask him about vince beagle and then he kind of gives the same non-answer so jason will um if we're giving out the big cojones awards the first one goes to the packers for putting it up and letting this really cool happen i guess and and the second one is jason will who kind of tackled it head on and just said Look, this is the second week now, Winston, that you've come up and you've been kind of, you know, bad to us. And he put it in a nice way, like, what can we do so that you can start talking to us again? And he just comes out with, I can't help you. (laughs) Like, in that kind of... But he waits ages. And then after, like, a, you know, 15-second pause, most of the video is just him pausing. And then he comes back. And I don't know, I'd love to know what was going through his head. Does he use the F word, you know? Does he just turn around and walk off the podium? Does he sort of break down and go, all right, well, here's why, you know, and tell us. But he doesn't. He just says, oh, "I can't help you." If you ask me the questions, I'll answer them. And he doesn't really give. Like after that, it doesn't really get any better. Now, one thing I will say is, like we've all had it, right. You've had a tough day in work, or or whatever, or you've kind of found out someone's been talking trash about you. Let's say, um, and then you have to meet them again, and you don't know whether to just you know walk into the coffee shop and you know handbags of twenty pages, just start slapping people around the place. Uh, do you confront it straight away? Do you try talk to them as if they're normal? You know, there's loads of different options. I guess There's in my head there's only two there's like the silent treatment which could be deemed as the more immature option and then there's the just confrontation like hey you said this what's up with that you know and come out with it i guess now winston moss has been around a long time so he got drafted by the tampa bay buccaneers played with them for three years went on to the raiders played with them for three four years went on to the seahawks played with them for three four years then as a coach um, he was a quality coach for the Seahawks in 1998. Like, this goes back way. Like, some people listening to the podcast weren't born when he was a player. So, like, he's 52 years of age. Um, he's probably, you know, seen and done it all. Uh, Seattle Seahawks coach, New Orleans coach, uh, then New Orleans linebackers coach, then the Green Bay Packers as a linebackers coach in 2006. And then uh, from 2007 onwards, he's, you know, been the assistant head coach or linebackers coach or some four thereof. So, like... He's been around a while. So anybody who says, because th- this this the, the main sort of pushback you're going to get, right, is it's football. You should be able to play football. I don't want to do media. Like, give me a break. This game has been about media. Everything's about character, let's say, anyway, right? So, but this game has been about media since Joe Namath slipped on the tights, right? Since Jerry Kramer, Jerry Kramer writes about it in his book. He talks about how he was getting, you know, sponsorship deals and, and all that type of stuff. And this guy was an old lineman in the 60s. You know they taped over Super Bowl one. so that'll go to show you that. You know, since the early days, this has a lot of this has been about image, putting up with the media. Like, way to go, Jerry! We have that quote because they interview um, Vince after after the the win at, at the Ice Bowl. So, like, they've always had microphones in their face and all the rest. Now, I get that if you're an assistant head coach or a linebackers coach, you know you're not you're not Odell Beckham Jr. However, you have to put up with the the stuff now. In researching for the podcast and, you know, getting these stats and all the rest, and I kind of had a little dig around to see, like, is there something in the media? Did someone say something to to piss him off? And there is an article out there that, you no know, it's from a while ago, though that says, oh, the Packers have to let go of Winston Moss now because he interviewed for the defensive coordinator job, um and then he went off to interview for the head... Because he interviewed for the head coaching job for the Lions, for Christ's sake. And they said, well, they have to let him go now because they're bringing Mike Pettin in. So, like, I get it. Um... But you can't pick a job a la carte. This is what the job is. If you want to be involved in the NFL and want to be a coach and want to get up there, like if he has aspirations of being a head coach, well then he's going to have to be in front of the media all the time and it doesn't bode well for you to get up there and start exhaling and mean mugging at people. Now you can if you want, you can be without, like Belichick is famously dry and whether that's actually the person he is or just what he does in the media, who knows, but i've said it before like anybody says oh stop looking into my private life it's very unfortunate but you knew that going into it that's just how it is you know since since joe name was going around you know philander and since george best even on this side of the pond you know it's it's all about they they follow end around her and that's part of the job if you don't want people poking into your private life well then become an accountant because no one cares about accounts um you know or do some type of like job if you want to get a couple of million quid that's the payoff Now, whether that's right or not, I don't know, but it's the equivalent of trying to become, I've said it before, becoming a fireman and just wanting to pose for the sexy topless calendar and not want to actually fight fires or becoming a vet and not want to don an extra long glove at half three in the morning during calfing season. I mean, it's part of the job and you can't have it a la carte. You can't pick not to deal with the media. And if the media says something that you don't like, well, then you have to confront them about it, I guess. Or you can do what he did and it just ends up in a train wreck. So look, there's only two explanations as far as I'm concerned about how this can come about and I know what the answer is. Number one, it's a character flaw. Okay, so now look, it can be understandable, but it it just doesn't mean that it's right. I mean, someone can write something about you that you don't like. I mean, he could have came out and confronted someone. We we saw Rob Domofsky get talk about being confronted by players in the locker room, um, and having it out with him. And he said that you know he respects that. And even in life, that's that's how I am, I guess. So if someone does something wrong. Cause you know you always have these family secrets like oh your sister says something and then you're not supposed to know and all this that does like that happens in every family and the people have written books about it psychology books but that never flies with me it's always like hey what's this thing about you know and just come out and say it and that's I guess and that's why I just don't understand why he did what he did I guess so he had two options he could come out not really all guns blazing or he could have approached that person on their own the same as the players did in the locker room with Domovsky. you don't have to do it publicly. You can if you want, there'd be nothing wrong with it because they outed you publicly about, you know, bad tactics or you're gonna get sacked or whatever. So you could have did it publicly and you could have just said, Hey, you wrote this about me, I don't appreciate that. Can you please explain where you're coming from? They can say this, you have a retort back and forth, and then you move on. I mean that's that's what I would see as kind of the mature thing. Now, I again I understand like if they said something bad that he might feel like I don't want to talk to these jokers. And as well as that, an awful lot of these questions, which I'll go into later in the podcast, this is not gonna be a long podcast, um, is you know they, they talk about trash you know tell us about this young player and you might not want to talk about that and you come up with that sort of bs off season like oh, he's playing well he's doing his best so we can hope of him we hope he makes the step up and then they say oh what type of stuff do you want him to do well play hard work on technique you know you know it's the same like he, he could literally ream it off now so he could have done that and just come out and pick somebody out or he could have done the silent treatment now the question is i mean You know, he he chose the silent treatment, which was a car crash. And if he thought that maybe confronting someone might be seen as over aggressive, I mean, this was super aggressive. It can't be any worse than that, can it? My question is, I mean, is this Winston's regular tactic? Like maybe our linebackers did something wrong in two thousand twelve, and he's just been mean mugging them ever since. Maybe he just hasn't spoken to them since. I mean, is that why? You know, we've kind of struggled that linebacker. A joke. But look, if if he was a maverick and if everyone thought he was fantastic and he came out and did this, I don't know if that excuses it. You know. Like, I don't know if a doctor working on a loved one who, you know, was doing his best and came out, but then was a, did, you know, something really hard, like just, you know, it was just really difficult. Whether you'd go, ah, oh, but it's okay. You know, like, you would still probably go, that makes it worse now. You know, and maybe that's, that's what this is. And I just say as, personally, you know, the Packers obviously really like him. He worked with Mike McCarthy before in New Orleans and he brought him to Green Bay and he's been around Green Bay. He went for a job and didn't get it and hung around. Um, you know, so... Either that, because he can't get a job elsewhere. There wasn't openings. Um, I don't know. I don't know what the reason is. But I'm just going to assume he's a great guy and he he works hard, which obviously he does. He's been there for forever. And the Packers keep good people around, you'd like to think. So I just think for his public image, it's kind of bad. If you're going for head coaching jobs, maybe you're doing it as leverage. Maybe you don't think that you have as much of, of a chance. Maybe you're looking for a better position in the future. We've seen that pay off for Brian Gutekunst, who got the the GM role by, you know, flying off. and had to turn the plane around to come back and say, right, you've got the job. You know, because like, Murphy said on our podcast, uh, Mark Murphy said that he just couldn't let him go. He, there was a couple of people that he couldn't lose, Russ Ball and Brian Gutekunst, so he had, you know, he gave him the job and took back, stripped away some of his responsibilities. That's 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 the real world. And as well as that, like, everyone that comes on the podcast of notes you know famous people uh reporters all the rest they always stress that this is a personnel game this is a people game it's more about people and who you know so if you're coming out doing stuff like this it, it probably doesn't bode well for you but i don't think any of that comes into play there's a second reason why you could be up to this does anybody remember when You know the guy from Gladiator uh, who played Commodus, um, Johnny Cash, Joaquin Phoenix started to act a bit strange in interviews and confrontational and he was sticking chewing him underneath Letterman's desk and, and being abrupt and all that. I think that's what's going on here. And in fact, I know that's what's going on here because Joaquin Phoenix went on to release a rap album. And this is all cleverly planned by us at UK Packers Records because, yes, we have the first track by Winston Moss's first upcoming EP. And look, it's called I Can't Help You. I'm going to let you listen to it now. This is a UK Packers exclusive. And then we all know the real reason, folks. Yo, my name is Winston Moss, and this is how we do. If you want to know what's wrong, then bro, I can't help you. I said I can't help you. I said I can't help you. I said I I I can't help you. I said I can't help you. Yo, my name is Winston Moss, and this is how we do. If you wanna know what's wrong, then bro, I can't help you. I said 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 I can't help you. Bro, it's is a silent treat till the end of the season. You will never find out, will they? Even if you go and keep that me free, frequent. Me mugger from the podium, report a salty like sodium Ask about fitz bigger lens, honor But the Excel torch keep stone Yo, my name is Winston Moss And this is how we do If you wanna know what's wrong Then bro, I can't help you I said 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 I can't help, can help you Yo, my name is Winston Moss And this is how we do If you wanna know what's wrong Then bro, I can't help you I said I can't help you. I said I can't help you. I said I can't help you. I said I can't help you, bro. Oh yes, and I'm gonna release that uh, separately on a on a different uh, podcast on its own because. I hope it's an earworm and sticks in your head as much as it did mine all week. Now look, I joke on a kid uh, and the lyrics are going to be on that other podcast thing. Having a bit of crack. Anyway, on to other news. Um, replay it, will you? Replay it and get it in your head. I've been going around formulating that song uh, since that interview. Uh, taking the mickey around the house. And now my baby son is now singing, I can't help you. I said I can't help you. Now listen, um, Mike Petten's rap album was coming up. That's all I'm going to say. Mike Petten. It's, com- it's top down is what I'm saying. So anyway... Um, other news Ty Montgomery uh, had a baby which is great news so uh, massive congrats to to you Ty uh, to your son and and your wife your family Uh, why am I saying that um, why? Ty doesn't listen to podcasts I know me and Ryan used to pretend like God Ty big shout out to Ty Ty doesn't listen his son probably doesn't listen either I'm, the, I'm doing the equivalent of what people did on Facebook today for Father's Day you know wishing their Facebookless dad happy Father's Day like were they hoping that someone else would see him and tell him it's really weird practice now, this is my personal choice, but I famously don't post anything on Facebook. Uh, I don't have one picture of my son's on it. Um, and anyway, maybe my son wants to be Banksy one day. And I just don't think it's going to help if I upload 700 photos a day. Because, like, something tells me that, like, Van Gogh and Rembrandt wouldn't have that modern sort of allure and mystique if one wanted uploaded Bubbly bath pics of them, you know? Now, don't get me wrong. Like, the Facebook Live of Van Gogh lopping off the air might have been a good time, but um, But look, I I think it's all for the best. And another sort of family-related news. uh, Haha Clinton Dix came out and said that, um, you know, sort of explained his absence. Now, if you look at the video uh, on ESPN by Rob Domofsky and read his article, it's really weird. It's like a mishmash of, like, a family tragedy. His godmother died. She worked in the uh, school that he graduated from. He said that, you know, everyone was excited about him graduating. She had a heart attack, um, which is sad news. So there was speculation for ages and people were trashing him, going you know oh i can't believe he's missing it again like who does he think he is he had a bad season last season blah 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 but i mean we should not jump to conclusions because stuff like this happens now that said i mean his his explanation was a bit like it was that plus if he had he said if he had got the if he had a bonus in his contract a workout bonus to show up he would have shown up um to get the money because he said money means a lot to him cam chancellor you know famously held out and they asked him would you do that he said no i'm not cam you know, I can't get fined continuously. Um, I need my money. Now, the Packers took up the fifth year option on Haha, ha, which is this coming into this year. Um, he's getting around six mil. Um, so there was all the speculation that he was gonna hold out to, you know, resign a deal and extend it and all the rest. Um, so he's you know, he said that he just stayed home, relaxing and that family's more important. And that's correct. Um, but like the the article kind of sits between you know the, the family tragedy thing and, and the kind of workout bonus and i just think it's good for HaHa to be honest personally because you know it was a tragedy uh, he says his family's close it'd be good for him to get his head right because it's one of those things that you know something bad happens it sounds like he almost attributes it to his event then he goes and works out then he gets a bit of time off then he's back into it sometimes you can be too busy chasing your tail and uh, because these players famously say there is no off season um, so they're always working out. So, look, it's better that he gets his head straight, comes back, uh, balls out. He's kind of just said to the Packers, I I, say, I guess, basically, and not unless he knows that they are negotiating the deal and um, because, you know, Domofsky says that he's winking when he says there might be another reason. So maybe they are in the middle of negotiating and that's why he's so lax about it Um, because I can't see a reason why you'd sort of telegraph why you wouldn't hold out. Or he's going to play and expect that he's going to ball out and, and meet that Pro Bowl expectation again. Um, because, you know, there's all the stories coming out that he's going to be more free in Mike Pettin's D and all the rest. Uh, so who knows? Um, And power to him. So, look, there's no Packers till July, um, which hopefully gives the agents that we've been in contact with who we just have to set a time for a couple of players to get them on and give people some nice insight. Hopefully, I'm not going to ask some of the BS questions like, so, uh, Jair Alexander, what about your height, buddy? You know, like, I'm going to try to ask something different. So, article alert. It's between, like, we've been in the danger zone uh since january unfortunately as a packer fan um so it's the off season where just this lark comes in now there was a lot of excitement there was you know people getting let go i don't know if you can call it excitement especially for the people that got let go um and signings and jimmy graham and then Jordy went oh no and then you know there's been a lot going on but there's a massive lull and hence the kind of i don't mean for the podcast to be irregular and i guess they're not this you know there's just been another break in between this one and i hope to keep them regular now every single week um, trust me so um this isn't this is red alert this is bs red alert article season there's a couple of articles that are going to hit you four ones that i can kind of pick and if these come up on your on your twitter and people are pumping these out and i hope we don't do it because look there's some absolutely fantastic stuff by peter jones on the website he's been coming up with great stuff top tens and um, he talked about the kickers in his last article Um, so hit the website hit the blog and and read all about it but the articles that you'll see from sort of uh, full-time journals who have to do this stuff, there's these for me anyway, they fall into four different categories. If any of these four appear, let us know. Hit us up with an off-season alert. You've got a red arrow with notifications. Here's how they're going to go. Number one, insert veteran player name here, is going to be a difference maker. He's out for redemption. He's out for revenge. He can still ball at 47 years of age. That's It's usually about a veteran player coming back and how important he's going to be. We saw that last season with Devon House uh, between injury and maybe the height of expectation. He didn't match up to it. Um, even though you know he put his heart on his sleeve and he was always very genuine and a true Packer player. Um, you know, There's always those stories about, you know most notably you'll get them about Tremont Williams and you're going to get them um about byron bell and you know all these stories are going to come out and say why this person is the one to hold up on the flip side then you're going to get a rookie player is going to step up and be noticed both on and off the field you know you're going to get these stories about how uh, they're community people or they you know they get involved in this and the other um which is great and it's nothing to be sneered at but it's it's just the type of story that we're going to see beware right number two rookie player or new player or second year player or third year player and why they're important both on and off the field and how great they are and of course they're great because they play for the packers third one um is a late round pick that seems like he's anonymous but isn't because here is a family story and they're gonna come up with something about how you know he flies helicopters and i don't know goes bass fishing and once caught a mermaid or you know there's gonna be something about something as to why that he stands out that he might not make the cut even um, but definitely look out for him you know it's one of those um, and then lastly you're gonna get the, the rookie player from last year Who's going to make a big jump. And fill the potential we expect. And more. I mean you're going to get the one of like. You know they were okay last season. Nothing could be expected. They're going to be expected to step up. Um, and here they are and this is why you know like no one knows and that's the thing about sport like i love the the packer stuff and we love making predictions and before a game you go look out for this and this is what i see and more so what i like to look at is i like to hopefully cut the bs out of it like obviously this whole podcast has probably been bs for people but you know to cut the bs out of it and and to talk about where the strengths of the other team are and kind of do a speculate and like everyone loves doing it it's great the lottery but look an awful lot of this stuff is literally clutching at straws for um, for some people and although it would be a dream um, to be you know working for the packers and and, and being a journal i do feel sorry for the guys too because jesus it's an absolute grind and yes yeah, some people are into reading the story some people we see her so active during the season and they literally switch off or delete her account and are back again um so we like to give you uh, the stuff throughout the season now um hope you enjoyed the rap uh and sort of joking it and um 1919 club so we're still selling jerseys. We've got jerseys in stock in the UK, and usually the way it works is you place your order and it gets either posted that day or the next day. So it's not, and it's much cheaper than the states. You know, we we import them, um, and we try like literally put them for nothing and and sell them and get them out there to get you guys to start building your man room. And um, some people have built some crazy good collections. There's a lad in Ireland who has a fantastic one. I'm not going to name because I don't know if he wants to be named. Um, and Andrew Mead, dude, you're open about your awesome collection. Um, he copped the. Uh, Brett Favre items that we got into the store. We've a Bart star item, which is just nuts. Um, the, the guy doesn't sign them anymore. Obviously, he's a the original Super Bowl MVP, absolute legend. So if you want to cop yourself some signed merch, there's some really cheap pictures. There's a signed picture of Devon House uh, that we were actually at the signing uh, for a tenner. So if you want to get something on your wall or your your partner is a Packers fan or whatever, and you want to get something on their wall, just to kickstart the man collection, um, you can do it. That the stuff is for nothing, and there's some cup price stuff um in there as well some golden oldies if you're a fan that started in the 80s uh get on and and get that stuff as well but anyway look out for winston moss's rap album dropping soon and also look out for mikey p uh, which is a rap name for mike petton his album is going to drop soon he talks about the three four and four three um so that's good i've been at Steady the nfl on twitter hopefully we have some good stuff coming up on the podcast but follow the group at uk packers follow us on instagram make sure you check out our group trip there's still time to book Make sure that the Miami wants a group trip. The other ones are just the offers. Get it into your head. Nine fifty is the cheapest. that You can get it per person sharing. Per person, not each. Um, You know, we spoil you, but not that much. And as well as that, there's some fun podcasts, history podcasts that I've done uh, recently. There's a blooper pro- podcast that I've done recently. Um, I had Ralph Hickok on who did the Johnny Blood McNally one. So that's kind of a book review. We're hitting you with all kinds of variety. But until next week, and I promise you next week, I've been at NFL. Talk to you then.